Well, hello, and welcome to the first podcast of whatever year this is. I've stopped keeping count because it doesn't really seem to cheer me up when I actually remember which one it is. So, welcome along. These are the edited highlights of some of the radio broadcasting I did today. A little out of practice, but we'll get there. And yes, towards the end of last year, I wasn't churning out enough of these podcasts. So, the New Year's resolution includes putting a bit more effort in to try and make sure you get more regular podcasts. So, get subscribed. Also, I should start plugging the newspaper columns as well. That in some way kind of links into these broadcasts. Podcasts. Um, details on social media. Track me down at Mr. Stephen Allen. But to the matter in hand, the radio show we did earlier today sounded a bit like this. Good afternoon, I'm Stephen Allen. How have you been? Oh, it's been ages. I forgot how to do this. Look, I played Backstreet Boys and Kinks. That was all right, wasn't it? Well, maybe I'm still a little rusty after a little time off, but I think that's that was DJing, playing some songs that were good songs. I think that's all I need. Let me just like, check the notes that I made last year. Play some songs that are good songs. No, I did it, so that's okay. So how have you been? In this hour, we can talk about your Christmas, your New Year. What did you get up to? We can talk about today, if you want. Actually, I had an interesting morning. A little tired, because I worked late last night. Then I had to get up early, because I had a visit from the Virgin Man. Sorry, I had a visit from the man from Virgin Media. Because the other way, no. <laughs> Bit harsh, isn't it? But um, he... Just nerd came around. No, the... Oh, the way he was. So my internet was a little slow. And now it's not. That's the end of that story. So we won't talk about that a lot. We can talk about other things. You know the contact details for this show. Get involved. Send me an email. On air at time1075.net would be one way of doing it. Meanwhile, I'll be searching through the records. Hang on. Hang on. You don't play records anymore. Play them from the computer. Okay. Really glad I made these notes. Bruce Hornsby and the Range, The Way It Is, a song that says, look, don't just believe... That the current situation and all of its flaws is immutable. Progress could happen. That song, of course, brought out ages ago, and a lot of the social injustices mentioned in it still happen. So, uh, what's the lesson there? Do do things. Is is that the way it is? Uh, thank you for your messages. We are back to doing what we used to do last year. Uh, Kevin in Hornchurch gets in touch and says, "Afternoon, Stephen. Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you." I received a present for Christmas, one of those curved Australian throwing implements. Can't remember what it's called, but it'll come back to me. So just in that link alone, I think if you'd forgotten what we do on the show, I think you've got it. Some nuanced, not very funny, but nevertheless erudite commentary about the lyrics of a song and the way it impacts on social uh, modern day injustices and a pun about Christmas. So everything's here, isn't it? Everything you need. It's all right here. That would be the good topic for the first hour. Like, let's just do the usual chit-chat. Imagine that we all work in the same place, and this is our first day back, and you've got to have the conversation, haven't you? The, so how was your Christmas? Let's do that. On the text, 8532, start your message with the word time. Um, you know, pointless, uh, lightweight, small talk. Office banter, that's what we're going to do right now. Because then we're all bonded again. We've not, we've not seen each other since before Christmas. So let's do some chat. What'd you get up to? You can email through the details of what your Christmas was like. We'll blank over during it and just ignore most of it, but then we'll all be bonded again. I'm just about remembering how you do this. I think you played that over there. That gives us that. And then what else do I need to do a radio? What does this button do? No, I don't need that one anymore. Okay. Well, I think we'll be fine. Um, basically, we're back. It's the first one of the year. First time I've done one of these broadcasty things. So to get over the usual office chit-chat of, oh, how was Christmas? I'm asking you. Today's phone in for the first hour. Oh, how was Christmas? 
So thank you for your emails on this. Um, Jane and Nick say, Hi Steve, how was our Christmas? Well, I'm proud to say that we only got once. Spicy, nice. She says, uh, on Christmas Eve and didn't sober up until not last night. Well, that's healthy. Probably not the, the word I'd use for it, but thank you very much for that. I saw the news thing pop up on my phone saying that Boris Johnson was going to hold another press conference thing at five. It has the same energy as when your partner says, uh, can we have a talk later? Ah, oh, you just go around dreading it for a day, don't you? That's, so that's my particular vibe that's going on right now. Some like it some like it hot and some sweat when the heat is on. I think more importantly, some don't sweat when the heat is on because they have a particular medical condition. I'm being told, what's that? To not finish the end of that sentence for legal reasons. That's... All right, well, we'll find out more about that later. But meanwhile, I've been asking you, how was your Christmas? Because, you know, general chit-chat that you have to do first time you meet up after Christmas. Uh, how was your Christmas? 01708 741075 to the phones. Hello. Heidi, hi. <laughs> I'll wake you up. <laughs> <laughs> nice. How are you, all right? I'm doing okay. How was? How are you? How was your Christmas? Dead as a dodo, mate. Oh, I'm okay. sober one. Yeah, very sober, very quiet. You had a sober Christmas? Yes, I did, yes. I don't know if it was. I didn't fancy uh, any booze. I don't know what yeah. you know, But the trouble is I'm celebrating because I'm off for the rest of the year. So I'm on a holiday for the rest of the year. Ah, what can I say? <laughs> Sober Christmas. Time. Sober Christmas, yeah. but an absolutely next, faced. Next, next, next <laughs> so in the news today, here's the headline. Woman in love with colour pink marries it and vows to never wear another shade. So clearly healthy in the brain. No problem. No, no one's got any issues here, clearly. So, Kitten K. Sarah, I don't know which part of that is the actual name, took part in the historic wedding, as she said, I do, to a giant swatch of the colour pink in a bright red and bold ceremony, or oh, pinkish colour, I suppose, uh, in Las Vegas on New Year's Day. I'll read you bits of the story. This person, Kitten K. Sarah, it sounds more like password for some um held a wedding ceremony so that she could tie the knot with the color um, she decided to make the serious step after being in a relationship with the color pink for 14 years i'm just i think the world might have lost its mind the idea came two years ago when a kid skateboarding made a jibe at her for wearing a bright shade of pink the kid said to me wow you love pink right i said yeah i love it so much and he says if you love it so much why don't you marry it so she did. Oh, man. Just... That's like when parents say, you know, if you say, oh, he told me to do it. Well, if he told you to jump off a bridge, Woody, don't, don't test people because it seems like we're all idiots these days and people are marrying colours. Um, Sarah, dressed in a big pink gown, that's a shock, um, took the, uh, the giant swatch colour down the aisle with her. Her jewellery and even her lipstick were made to match perfectly. Well... I mean, I don't know what we could do with this as a topic. Part of it is we could just have a phone-in about how people are losing their minds these days. But I think what might be better... What would you marry? If you could marry a concept or an item. Because there's a couple of years ago that woman married the Eiffel Tower. And I don't know if that's working out. It's a, I mean, he's not going to leave. But whether she is or not, I don't know. Um, what would you marry? We're still waiting for the five o'clock Boris Johnson press conference thing when we get told off or told we can't do things again. So shaking off that vibe, staying all positive and enjoying mocking the woman who's in the news because she's married the colour pink. 
So life's going well, isn't it? She's basically, she married this big, big swatch of material. She's married a bit of carpet. She's married a carpet sample. Is that what you thought you'd do when you grow up? What kind of partner do you want? Strong, silent, rugged? I mean, other than the last syllable, you got all that. So I was thinking, instead of just picking on it, what we could do is, what would you marry if you could go beyond the realms of what you presume a marriage would be? What would you marry? David gets in touch and says, Hi, Steve. Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you. He says, on this one, can I pick whatever I want to get married to? Yes, that's the, exactly the phoning. He says, if so, it'd be Jeff Bezos. <sighs> and then I'd divorce him right away and take half. Well, that's... So love's not dead. I get the emails through from various news websites. This one from The Mirror. One of the stories in their entertainment section. James Martin slams horrendous ingredient he would ban from cooking forever. Not clicked on the link. I'm guessing it's poo. Story in the news today of a woman who has some sort of strange name, and that's not even the biggest issue here. She's married the colour pink, which sounds like a prequel. <laughs> Forget that. That's not even the worst joke I'm going to do in this link, but that's quite bad. But another, it's definitely not the worst one, because I've remembered... It's one of the bits that I did on Comic Solving Problems, that YouTube comedy thing that I do with a friend of mine every Tuesday night from 9. Um, and in it, we've talked before, there's a bloke called Uri who's uh, in the news quite a lot because he's married a certain type of doll. Um, there's a woman who's married the Eiffel Tower before. There's, the, there's a word for it when you find inanimate objects attractive. Um, and I'm not sure why, because they just sit there, they don't do anything. Typical marriage. Whee! Yeah, let's get that joke in there as well. But the terrible joke I did about one of them ages ago was about the fact that of all of the different marriages that have been in the news where people have married inanimate objects, uh, there was a story of a woman, I think it was in America, where she married a bridge. Now, marrying some sort of doll is one thing. Marrying the Eiffel Tower is another thing. But marrying a bridge, that's clever. Because if that relationship doesn't work out, she'll find it really easy to get over it. Now, come on, eh? You can tell I'm back, can't you? Not long until we get the press conference-y thing from Boris Johnson. Who knows what it might have in it? But it also means this could be the last less than an hour of whatever freedoms we currently have. Probably not, probably not. Just let's not panic anyone. But at the same time, you've got less than an hour to do whatever you have been enjoying. Like hugging people and licking handle. Are they currently allowed? I don't know. But the point is, whatever's currently allowed, now's the time to do it. Look to that stranger to your left and say, how about it, you and me? Because this might, I'm just saying it might be your only chance. Time 107.5. Eric Clapton, I shot the sheriff, but I didn't shoot the deputy. Doesn't feel like the strongest legal defence, does it? It's up there with, no, you can't sue me because you made an agreement with my well-known dodgy now-dead friend... No, we're all friends, including a group of friends that included uh, Donald Trump and the totally non-preapic um, Bill Clinton. Yeah, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not naming names, not saying anything specific with that, just using that as some form of, uh, of reference. Um, so anyway, interesting. Let's not talk about that. Look, I already know I ain't getting a CBE at any stage. I've realised, given what we've done on the MASH report in the earlier series, no one's given me any of those honours that now Tony Blair's uh, upsetting people with. You've got more chance of getting an OMG, yeah, or or even an FFS, an FFS for f- sakes. 
All four of them, not just one. That's not bad, is it? What, you've never heard of FFS? No, I, yes, oh, now, you, now you say it, now it makes come sense. On. Yeah, come on. Man, you, a yeah. man of your travel capabilities. I don't think I'd get one of those from the Queen anyway. You've been on Dave. I've been on Dave. Oh, that sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> you've been on Dave. They didn't know about it, but you've been yeah. on him. Do you know what? Do you know what I love about this, right? When back when we were on the BBC, because my dad at the time was in a care home and he, his Alzheimer's means he didn't really know what I did for a living, but he'd remembered that I told rude jokes on TV. And so whenever anyone asks what his son does, he tells rude jokes on telly. <laughs> <laughs> Well, yeah, it kind of sort of sums up your talent, doesn't it, really? It's the extent, it's yeah, and the limit of, yeah. And like I said, you've got more chance getting a CBE. I get than... some uh, some of that CB, CBD. CBD? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oil. Some of that CBD oil. Again, <laughs> yeah, from well, the Queen, because apparently yeah, that, she's... No, no, I don't think she gives no. out that sort No, cut that bit out, eh? We are now after five o'clock. We've been quaking in our stylish yet affordable boots to quote Buffy about what was going to happen with Boris Johnson and the press conference I think Steve from Upney's got an update for us breaking news Boris Johnson's got an haircut <laughs> is that what we found out in the press conference I wonder why he was holding it he's just showing it yeah, off is he yeah, yeah right. breaking news he said he's haircut I mean that's better news than I thought I thought we we're all going to be locked up forever and it turns out he's just had a bit of a dodgy do fair enough no, no, he's going to Does it look good? Yeah, yeah, breaking news. Breaking news, Bobby. All right, well, that'll do for me. Breaking news. I look, hey, well, you've got to look stylish if you want to go to Peppa Pig World, which I'm sure he does. So, good news. One of the things we may well miss now we heard about in the news when Sam said... And BlackBerry phones no longer work. The Canadian company behind the devices has pulled its support, meaning users won't be able to make calls or send texts. They haven't made them since 2016 after posting billion-dollar losses years before when iPhones and Androids became more popular. There's no more BlackBerry... Oh, that's a shame, isn't it? Because that is a sad story that will affect... Probably one guy who's still got a BlackBerry attached to his belt. I'm guessing it's on. You know, you know the sort. Yeah. Um, yeah. Apparently, they uh, the company's now transitioning to becoming a software company. No longer wants to support the BlackBerry devices. And those were the days of telephony, weren't they? The height of it, when everything was somehow fruit-related. BlackBerry on orange, people with an apple that always kept running out of juice. Things that were always fruit-related. And now it's... The heyday's gone. It's, it's not as good. I mean, yes, the BlackBerry phone was synonymous with the wrong kind of people, slicked-haired business types who would rather email than speak to you, but, you know. And in a statement, apparently, the company said that Wi-Fi, phone calls, data, text, even emergency calls will cease to work on the BlackBerry phones. That last one's nasty, isn't it? What are you doing that for? But if you're the kind of person who is still using their BlackBerry device, don't worry. You can still send emails on what I'm guessing is your gateway PC using CompuServe dial-up. So there you go, fix that for you. An email sent through. It's Steve from Collier Row who says, Afternoon, Steve. As uh, and may I wish you a happy new year. Um, picture the scene, he says. I decided to wash my car at 3pm today due to MOT test tomorrow morning. Ah, yes, because that'll help it pass? I mean, we were going to fail it on the brakes, but it does look all right, doesn't it? But anyway, he says, We don't have a driveway, so it takes place roadside, brackets, the name of the road he lives. I'm not reading that out. I'm going to get in trouble. You wouldn't believe the volume of foot traffic coming past, which predominantly were dog walkers. Well, I would when I see where you live. But anyway, he says, Here lies the problem, says Steve. Whilst washing away my water... Oh, no. While washing away my water hose, I see... 
has to trail across the footpath. Oh, no. Now, look, I'm up for a laugh, but this is health and safety, isn't it? As you can guess what happened next, I turned my back for a second and wallop. A dog had decided to relieve itself upon my recently cleaned front wheel. That's not what I thought was going to happen. Chaos ensues, says this correspondent. Says I'm told off for, quote, blocking the footpath. I did offer to wash the dog as a response to the telling off. Things did turn a bit nasty, and eventually dog and owner went on their way. I'm not a bad person, Steve, but I feel I've been tainted. Well, you can wash it off with the water, can't you? And the wheel, if I were you. He says, see what happens next time. I shall report back on the next occasion. Life's unfair sometimes. Steve from Collier Row. Well, look, I'm sorry to hear you, you're struggling. The only advice I can give, and I've lived by this, I, I think whenever you can find someone who has a mantra, a motto, a, some sort of a phrase that is to the core of the person, then maybe you should heed it. And it's this. Never wash your car... No, that's the end of that. And it just frees up a lot of time for me. I don't know about you. Anyway, thanks for your emails. Well, that's it for the first podcast of this year, whatever year it is. As I said earlier, no one's counting anymore. It's just, I, last time I remember, it was like 2019 or something, and I've done nothing since then, just got older and nearer to expiring. You see what I mean about it not being positive? Let's focus on the better things. Subscribe to where you find this. Follow me on social media. Have good things, whatever you can do. Try and enjoy. Actually, that is genuinely one of the New Year's resolutions, uh, is for me to try and do more things that bring me joy. And let's see how I manage that and fail spectacularly throughout the rest of the year. Uh, subscribe. See me on social media at Mr. Stephen Allen. Till next time. Bye.